Welcome to another edition of the A Block. Thank you for being here as always. My name is Marshall Ferguson. A pleasure to have you alongside as we head into another week of pre-pre-pre-preseason CFL action as we continue to see the headlines and hopefully by the time that you are listening to this there has been a vote ratified by the Board of Governors saying that yes indeed we will get kicked off on August 5th. I believe that you will end up hearing that and I believe that we will have that season but we will see whether or not we have a U-Sports season. Talked to some people over the weekend from some different conferences. They said they are headed in the right direction as well, whether it be vaccinations or being able to get their financing all in line. It looks like we are headed towards normalcy, finally, at all levels of Canadian football. Looking forward to being able to see that. And of course, that will lead us into today's guest. But before we get there, I do want to give a shout out to our lead sponsors right here on CFB. The Canadian Football Perspective is brought to you by our friends at Fox 40, helping you return to play safely with their latest innovations, the Fox 40 Tri-Layer Whistle Mask and the Fox 40 Electronic Whistle. That thing is loud. For 15% off all your whistle needs, visit fox40shop.com and enter the promo code CFP15. Again, CFP15 is where you can get it. If you're a coach who's listening to this, and there might be a lot of you because of who our guest is, then you want to use that promo code CFP15 and get yourself 15% off all of your whistle needs. And of course, if we're heading into a CFL season and we're looking forward to getting back to action around Canadian football, why not celebrate it with a Sawdust City beer? Based out of Gravenhurst, Ontario, they offer a brewery fresh beer delivered directly to your door. You can visit their website at sawdustcitybeer.com to shop their wide variety of brews and to learn more. And this June, Listeners are getting an exclusive promo code using CFL as the promo code during checkout to receive free shipping on their first order over $100. It's available to Ontario residents only, and you must be of legal drinking age. My guest today here on the A Block is, of course, Jackson Yonkis. Uh, he is the head of 3Down Development, which is a YouTube channel where people can learn about the Canadian game, educate themselves, and also just basically come together as a community to discuss what's right, what's wrong, what you like, what you don't. There's so much discourse that goes into football coaching. Anybody who's been in a coaching office knows this, whether it be high school, university, or pro. The opportunity to actually have these conversations with people during a pandemic, where we can't have them in person, but to be able to have them virtually or online or in the comments section, it's, it is the new world. It's a little bit strange, but Jackson has absolutely taken advantage of this. And he has started something that's really unique and really special that exists pretty prevalently in the United States where there are coaches all the time or on YouTube or Twitter, or Instagram, otherwise, whatever your platform of choice is, and they're making money off of this because it's extremely valuable. Well. He's doing something that's extremely valuable and not making any money off of it at this point. He's just doing it because he loves the Canadian game and he wants to be able to bring it to you. So I talked to Jackson about exactly what it is that he's created at 3Down Development, why he's done this, what he's learned from this, who are the people that he's learned the most from, and I begin by asking him about exactly where this all came from. Enjoy, right here on the A Block, it's Jackson Yankas. This stuff exists in the United States. It's prevalent in the United States. People value it in, in, in the United States. But in Canada, there's a little bit of that, that lag, I would say, in terms of development, which is understandable. But to see what you have done with this platform and to create 
kind of the next evolution of education about Canadian football to me has been really inspiring. So why have you dove into this platform and what is it about what you are doing that you believe so strongly? And because I love watching what you guys produce because I genuinely believe that it's unique, it's creative content, but it's also educational. And that's such a, a great, I would say kind of like Venn diagram of different parts of football society that you have smashed together and just in a short time period kind of mastered, honestly. Hey, well, I, I appreciate the kind words and, you know, what, what kind of got me into it, and we were talking about this before, but, you know, there's so many really good Canadian coaches. Like my first thought was, you know, and obviously being, you know, a huge fan of Canadian football, whether it's the CFL or, or the U sport where I, I was fortunate enough to play and coach for, for eight years. Um, you know, I just got to know firsthand how many great Canadian coaches there were out there. And I would often, you know, being the son of a coach, you know, I got to see a coach, you know, go through, you know, part of, you know, his development and, and trying to always learn more and always be trying to learn more and, and steal things that could help his players and help his program. And I just felt that there was so much knowledge out there about the Canadian game that the average football player doesn't know, right? Like most Canadian football players probably know more about the American game because they play Madden, right? Than yeah. they do about the Canadian game. And then those players ultimately become coaches, right? So then those same gaps are there when people start their coaching career. So like when I started my coaching career and, you know, I was super fortunate. I played one year for Coach Jeffries uh, at Laurier uh, as a freshman. And then uh, Coach Faltz came in my second year. Um, and because of injuries, I, I ended up not being able to continue my career, but I knew I wanted to coach. So, you know, I basically emailed Coach over Christmas and said, hey, like, you know, I don't, I don't think this concussion stuff's going to resolve itself anytime soon, but I would love to come help coach because I saw what he was building, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I really believed in, and coach Damon was my positional coach, Irv Damon, uh, who's now with U of T. Um, and I just thought what an opportunity I can learn from coach Damon. He's one of the smartest people I've ever been around in the offensive line world, you know, and, and coach Falls is one of the, you know, the best leaders and, and brightest offensive minds in Canadian football. Um, and I just remember being a young coach and wanting to learn stuff and then having to, you know, really rely just on the connections that you make through coaching. And I was super fortunate to learn from a, a ton of great coaches, Ron Van Moorkirk, Mark Surya, and then other people just throughout the OUA. Um, and you just have to watch so much film to try and start guessing at what other people are doing. Whereas in the States, it's like, hey, like, this is what Lincoln Riley is doing at Oklahoma. This is how they run mesh versus, you know, Ohio State or versus this air raid, you know, team or whatever. Um, and I would just see all these, these pieces of American content. And often I would try and steal it and translate it in the Canadian game for myself, selfishly. Um, and then you see those things in the CFL as well, too, because you have, you know, whether it's an American quarterback or, uh, you know, an American offensive coordinator that's bringing stuff into the game or on the defense side of the ball as well. Um, and so it just for me, like there was just so much great Canadian coaching out there. Part of it is I just wanted to bring that to people. Right. Like I had been around these coaches, you know, whether they're at Laurier or across the OUA or across the country, I'd gotten to meet them through, you know, connections and, and them authentically just giving up their time to help me out. Um, so I just want to just kind of share that with people. Um, and, and I think the more you know, the more enjoyable the Canadian game is because it is a different game and it's a unique game. And I personally believe from a coaching standpoint, it's a great coaching um, opportunity for people to learn, but also just for like, if you're a fan of Canadian football and you're looking to you know better understand the game, I, I just felt like, you know, a great opportunity for myself to learn, you know, and I'm sitting on all these calls and I always tell people like, I, people are always oh thanks for doing this thanks for putting this together and I'm like I've learned more than probably anybody because I get to ask <laughs> you know after we stop recording too right so um you know it's it's that was kind of the 
the idea behind it is there's so many great Canadian coaches coaching in this country and coaching our game. Um, and it's not just our channel, you know, uh, like virtual football clinic does a ton of great stuff. Coach Sharbs and, you know, all 22 and three phases. There's other groups doing it. And I think a lot of us got into it at the start of the pandemic because you know, there's nothing to coach. Right. So we might as yeah. well learn. And, uh, and so I think, you know, hopefully we're able to keep going and these other guys are able to keep going. And, and for the next generation of coaches, when you, you know, Hey, you, and it might be, you take over your eight-year-old son's flag football team and you're looking for some road concepts or, you know, you take over uh, your, your, your kids going from JV or abandon to JV and they need a, a linebackers coach. And, you know, maybe you played a little bit of university football or high school football and you want to volunteer your time, but you're feeling like, Hey, it's probably been a while since I've been in the game. You know, I just feel like it'd be a valuable thing to have out there. And I've learned a ton doing it myself. So that was kind of where the idea came from. Yeah. And I, I love all of that, honestly, Jackson, because when I see what you guys have produced and I I've watched it closely, I've checked in on a bunch of stuff because my, my frustration, honestly, as a member of the media, when I was working in radio was that I love breaking down Canadian football. I write about it for CFL.ca. I love covering it. I track all the throws in the CFL. You know, we're looking to do more things for the OUA and, and track throws and talk about percentages and, and, you know, average depth of target and all these and kind of parse these things. And that'll help our analysis of the CFL draft. And there's so much that goes into this of giving smarter analysis. And you guys have done so much of that. But I honestly, there's times where I feel like a fraud. Because I'm covering these things where I'm breaking down the CFL and I'm talking about offensive style for Jamie Elizondo and the fact he's getting paired with Trevor Harris. And I watch it and I like, I have a sense for it. I know the statistics behind it. I know the depth of target. I know the accuracy rates. I know how Trevor Harris plays. I know what he likes as a receivers, but I don't know the system. So I love that you guys dive into U sports, CFL, whatever the system that's actually behind the numbers, because a lot of people will just look at the, the statistics and whether you're looking at advanced metrics or you're looking at base stats, what you're really looking at is, well, how productive are they? And it's like, well, there's a lot more that goes into that story of how productive are they than just the numbers of how many passing yards they had per game or how many passing yards they had on the year or whatever it might be that people look at and try to find value in. So the idea of being able to say, okay, here's the explanation, the background and the honest truth on how that production came to be. I love that so much because people want to know more than just what I put out there, what Derek Taylor puts out there, what other people put out there in terms of here's what you should value. It's like, well, all of that has context. And what you guys are really doing, honestly, to me is adding context to all of those conversations. Yeah, it's it's been really fun. Like, And again, like I've been a CFL fan my whole life. My birthday happens to fall on Labor Day weekend. So nice. I grew up going to Thai Cats Argos and it was funny because like the fall was a pretty busy time in my house. Both my parents were teachers and my dad was coaching high school football uh, at John F. Ross in Guelph. And so I wasn't necessarily a fan of like a CFL team. I grew up in Guelph. So, um, you know, the I, I cheered probably more for like Argos Thai Cats just like locally, but I just was such a fan of the game. And I remember, you know, watching the game and going like from the, you see like in the Canadian game, there's so much variety. And I think that that's one of the cool things that's coming up more now is, you know, when I was coming through in high school, it was a lot of spread, right? For good reason. Like, you know, Damon Allen, Calvio, guys were chucking the ball over the place and it still is. And I think people have this tendency to think that like the CFL, and this is an uneducated opinion, I'm not supporting this, is that the CFL is like kind of a watered down version of the NFL. 
Right. And I'm like, you're totally wrong. There are co- there are concepts that come out of American college, concepts that come out of the NFL, because it's the same game, right? If you have two receivers running a route concept against man coverage, right? Like I, I a buddy of mine was like, yeah, like I might as well just watch the NFL because it's just what's happening in the CFL at a higher level. And I'm like, well, in some ways, right? There's there's great talented players in both leagues. You know what I mean? But the game, the Canadian game itself, is so unique. Um, and I think that for us to continue to develop fans of the CFL, you have to know what you're watching, right? Like I can turn on the soccer that's going on right now and I enjoy it for like the competitive atmosphere. And, you know, I understand the level of greatness that goes into it, but I don't know anything about soccer. So it's hard for me to be an impassioned soccer fan when, you know, all I know is the teams that are supposed to be good. You know what I mean? Like that's the, that's the level of the context. So, um, you know, I, I think whether it's, whether it's coaches who are trying to learn and one of the things that I really enjoy is, we're just trying to put out content about where football is today. Cause it changes all the time. One of the most interesting things to me is in the next year, when we get to watch our first piece of CFL tape, like I want to see what it looks like, yeah. you know, cause I really followed the NCAA last year because that was the league that was obviously the NFL was on as well. Um, but I just had more access to, to NCAA stuff in terms of like film. And uh, you know, I want to see which concepts like, Hey, like the Argos are running this concept you know, that, that Alabama had success with or whatever. And being able to understand how those things play into the Canadian game, the American game's influence on the Canadian game, but also understanding the challenges that are created by the Canadian game that the American game, frankly, just doesn't see. So I think for, for coaches getting into it, I think there's, a, there's an opportunity to just have a little more Canadian context. So if you're looking to kind of expedite your development and say, hey, I want to help coach my, my son or daughter's team, you know, in three months, what can I do now to get myself ready? Or if you've been coaching for a long time and you're just, you're trying to learn, Hey, I want more up-to-date stuff, but in the Canadian context, um, I think it'll, it'll help that, you know, group of people. And the other one's players, right? Like we get a lot of DMS from players that are like, this is really useful. Like I took this to my high school coach or, you know, we ran that play and I never really understood it. And now that I've you know, seen it and like, that stuff's just so rewarding. You know what I mean? Like we get, honestly, we probably, our views are probably more players um, just because, you know, the sheer numbers, there's more football players than football coaches. Um, But, you know, I I just think it'll help so many populations around Canadian football, whether it's fans who want to be more informed or, you know, better understand what they're watching, coaches trying to develop or or players who are just trying to learn the game. Um, Because there is that void, right? And, And the void, the reason there's a void is simple. There's so much more money to be made and right in the States, it's just a bigger industry, right? Like that's not anyone's fault. Um, you know, but high school coach for my dad was something he did cause he loved it. High school coach in Texas is something you do cause it's extraordinarily lucrative. Yeah. Not to say that those guys don't love it too, or their jobs aren't hard, you know, but I'm pretty sure, you know, my dad's 10 district 10 titles in 30 years would have made him a little bit of money. And, <laughs> um, you know, and, and, I think we have a great game. We have a unique game that that absolutely is influenced by things that happen, you know, in the NFL or in the NCAA. Um, but there's also things, and I've had these conversations with American coaches where they go, hey, like, how do you handle motion? Like, our, our, def- our defensive structure could never deal with that, right? Or how do you change, you know, when you get a change of strength, right? Like, so much of the American stuff is based on, you know, passing strength. Well, in Canada, you could watch a Ticats game and they start in 32, motion to 23 and finish in 41. How do you handle that, right? And um, I think when you understand the unique challenges that the Canadian game puts out, it's honestly hard not to enjoy it. Like it is a much more strategically challenging game to play. Yeah, and 
and it's no knock on the American game. The American game's a great game too. Um, I'm certainly a huge fan. My, my Michigan Wolverines break my heart every year. <laughs> it, it's, it's an incredible, um, it's an incredible live sport. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, when we get a chance to see it back, back on the side of the border. Yeah, absolutely. And both sides of the border, everybody's looking forward to being able to have uh, kind of the full normal version of, you know, full fans in the stands and all the rest. But how has this changed you as a coach? Cause you mentioned earlier, Jackson, that you've had the opportunity not only to, to absorb all of this because you're on the actual zoom calls where you're talking to all these coaches about different concepts and systems, but you also get the chance to talk to them afterwards. And, the average person might pop in on three down development and they see, you know, a three man route concept piece. That's a half hour long and they absorb it and they take it in, but, but you're getting everything you're getting, you're getting zone drops. You're getting, you know, zone blitz concepts in one video, you're getting, uh, you know, a, a deep drop concept on defense. In the other, you're getting a, a spread concept. The other you're getting uh, you know, H backs and another it's, there's so much stuff, so much variety that you guys are offering up. You've absorbed it all, but it also, when you finish, and as we all know, for anybody who's been on these Zoom calls throughout the pandemic, you end up clicking stop recording, and then you hang out for a couple of minutes, and you go, hey, that, w- that was good. That was interesting. You know, I was really taken aback by what you said about thing A or thing B, and I would imagine that would have a profound effect on you because of the people that you are getting the opportunity to speak to week over week. Yeah, it's been it's been incredible, honestly. And, and thanks to everyone, you know, that's come on and done this and been incredibly open with what they do. Right. A lot of you know, we've had a lot of great, whether it's high school coaches um, all the way through CFL coaches and the number of these coaches are, you know, this is their job. Right. Like when when Tommy Condell comes on and, and installs how they run their stick concept, like they're going to run that 80 times next CFL season. Right. And I know people think there's more secrets in the world than there really is, you know, and, and it's all, it's ultimately about players and execution than knowing each other's scheme. But we've had, we've had people come on and, and, you know, really give meaningful things. I think when you go to a coach's clinic, you either you take away one of two things, either that guy didn't really tell me everything I need to know to run that or wow, that was a really honest speaker. Um, you know, and I think the, the people that, that are coaching the game at a high level understand that it's more about how you teach and execution than it is about, you know, oh, we break at this depth instead of that depth. So thanks to all the people that have done that and, and come on and made the content because it's a lot easier for me to just sit back and a lot of these coaches come on and they, they have a presentation ready to go. And I tell them, I'm like, I'm just going to get out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you just do your thing. And, um, you know, for me, I've just, and I knew this going in, but seeing it from so many different people there are so many great teachers that are coaching football in this country and you know we've had some great ncaa coaches on as well um and i'm just always really impressed by the difference that 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 can make when you're delivering a concept so like for example like tommy condell did uh who's the ticats offensive coordinator um he did three great videos uh he was on zoom with us for like almost four hours Wow. And Tommy's crazy like that. Like I, I know Tommy pretty well from being around the Ticats and like yeah. he is, he is incredibly willing to just talk in general. Like, like I stopped him when he got hired as the Ticats coming back after he'd been in Toronto for a little while, man, Jackson, honestly, he was at an event. It might've even been when the Ticats announced that they were going to end up hosting a great cup the same time as they announced the double announcement with Regina and and I hung out with him for a couple of minutes and he was just so willing to talk. And I was like, I don't understand. Like I, Tommy's yeah. so genuine about that stuff, not to cut off your story, but he's one of those people that really exemplifies what you are accessing at this point where it's like, 
these people want to talk and they want to help Canadian football develop. So why wouldn't others access it? But you have accessed this market. Yeah, he's, you know, incredible. Him, him and Alan Rudolph, who was his offensive line coach for a while in Hamilton and is now at the University of Ohio, they're both, you know, and we've had so, I think we've done like 140 videos and I can't shout out everyone who's done an amazing job, but, you know, those two, those two coaches, like, like I'm a teacher by profession, you know what I mean? And, and to see, I think we all, when we were playing football, for the most part, it was, hey, here's the diagram, here's a video, right? here's the coaching points. And that's good. Like that's, that's you know, better than it was 20 years before that, right? When it was basically get it right, do it again. Um, but you look at the way that they use things like PowerPoint or the way that they annotate videos. Like oftentimes I'm kind of modeling when we make our own videos off of what I see these other coaches do to really bring the concept to life. And I think one of the cool things about football right now is in the last, you know, 20 years has gone from like a very concrete game, like chess, like to being three-dimensional, right? Like RPOs is a word that's thrown around all the time. And, you know, my buddy always jokes that I should have a YouTube channel just for correcting people when they call play action RPO or a pure run play. <laughs> RPO. But that, that's for another day, but you know, the, I've experienced that on the CFL and TSN too. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Like I've, oh, yeah. I've heard some people before be like, you know, it's the old, it's the, the Ray or the run play action. I'm like, that's not a thing. That's not, yeah. thing. it's like yeah. very, at a very basic level, there's a misunderstanding about what this For stuff sure. is and where we're developing to. And it develops so quickly, right? Like tr- right. as soon as something works, it's modified and widely used in, in weeks, right? Because of the access of film, you don't have to wait to the end of the season to go, you know, like call that other office and see if you can trade them some film, you can hop on your computer and you can have the film with analytics in minutes. So um, the game changes really quickly. And I think that that's just making it a better product, right? It's an arms race. And one of the things that I've focused on in the last year, um, just with my experience at Laurier, we started running RPOs probably like 2014, um, like kind of after the Eagles uh, won the Super Bowl. And I was just kind of amazed by how few adjustments like defenses had to it, right? Because there's some fundamental challenges that you create. And then, you know, the defense is always going to try and create challenges for you coming back the other way. And I just feel like we got very similar looks for like two or three years. And it was one of the things as a coach myself, I'm like, I don't really have defensive answers other than just playing like man coverage, which, you know, if you can do it, you can. If you can't, you can't um, to, to defending that stuff. Same thing with option routes, right? Like you're looking at the way the passing game works now. It's not like, you know, when I was in high school and it's like, you're running this route and you're running this route. And, you know, if not, we're going to do this. Almost everyone on the field on a number of plays has options based on depth and leverage and quarterbacks are reading some of that pre-snap and post-snap. And it's just such a dynamic game. And it's so much more entertaining when, when you understand it. And as a coach, like it can be really intimidating because you can see something or be interested in something. But I think anyone who's coached knows like until you really understand it yourself, you're very hesitant to teach it. Yeah. Right? And, and that's, and I, I have, before I had this chance in the pandemic, there was a number of things defensively where I would see at times, um, you know, like Robbie Smith just did a great uh, clinic for us on different ways to defend zone. It was on defensive fronts, but he also did another one on different ways they defend zone read or, or other run plays. And I was like, Oh, like I saw that. That's amazing. Like I had kind of pieced together a part of that, but I had no idea it was related to this. And, and I just think, you know, for, 
the the level of high quality teaching i think has been the biggest thing that's affected me it's making me go back and as a head coach myself with the cambridge lions you know saying hey like how do we run meetings how how do we get you know like i i saw one coach talking the other day and saying no clip no cut up you have should be longer than you can't put it on tiktok because that's what these guys are used to right so you want to have a minute 15 seconds i think is the max it's like a it's like a tweet in a video you want to have three clips one two three no lead in time like you know the film that i'm used to seeing is like see the huddle you see the huddle you see the huddle then it opens up right like yeah, yeah. that stuff out you need to you know you need the big it's almost like highlights you know what i mean you need the big circle around this and the words got to be big and flashy and <laughs> and it's it's not because oh like kids don't concentrate as well now it's just like that would have worked better before you know what I mean? Like you're going to be more engaged by things that are more entertaining. That's not like a hard work thing. That's a human nature thing. So that probably the biggest takeaway for me is you get to this really high levels, the Tommy Condells, the, the, you know, the Alan Rudolphs, the, you know, the, some of the American coaches we've had on um, the, you know, Canadian, whether it's U sport, whatever head coaches that are really doing a great job or offense coordinator, defense coordinators, and just their system for teaching it is sound and reproducible and and you walk away going wow like the standard for doing a good job is is really high and yeah. uh you know i don't think enough people recognize that about canadian football and, yeah. and I, you, you playing for a grade with coach Potasic, me playing for coach jeff and and mike Falds. you know like we understand how the like the quality of coaching that goes on even at even at the u sport level never mind the cfl level yeah. um, and the quality of players it's it's incredible yeah, and I always appreciated the specificity that those guys had. And I, it's funny because I had a chance to work with Coach Jeff when he was the specials coordinator with us at Mac the year after he had left Laurier. So I had always heard Coach P talk about what was happening with Coach Jeffries at Laurier and how much he respected him, all the rest. And then he came over to us and I'm like, this is different. Like, I actually, I get a chance to see it hands-on, which is great, which leads me into my last question for you here, Jackson, which is, and I know it's a tough one, but I saved the toughest for last because, you know, that's what all good interviewers do. And then we bail on the interview, uh, is that I end up looking at the names that I have watched you communicate with and the people that you've been able to sit down and have these conversations with that are super insightful. You've mentioned Condell, so I'm going to take him out of the equation, but just give me a shout out of some of the people that you have found really insightful here. That in terms of people that want to check out three down development, they want to go and learn something about the Canadian game. They want to understand concepts, or maybe they want to understand a small piece of, of, of the game itself because they're really focused in on one part of it because they're a high school coach who's been given the defensive line and they've never coached defensive line. They never played defensive line. They want to know one thing. It's just, let me know some of the people that you have really enjoyed interacting with throughout this process. Yeah, that is a tough question. Um, and like I said, I think we're at 130 some videos and, and yeah. not all of them have had a guess. Some of them, you know, have been our own little film study. Um, but oh, that's a good question. I mean, a lot, we did, we did a series uh, where we got positional coaches from the OUA and, and basically got questions from social media, at our all access series. One of the ones we really started with um, and all the coaches on that were, were really, really good. Um, and so that would be once if you're looking for like a series, I can't name them all because like 20 some coaches, but right. you know, like we, we did D line and uh, we had coach V um, from Laurier and coach DA from Waterloo and, 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 you know, two totally different playing experiences, right? Like Ron played in the OUA and DA was playing at Villanova. And now they're, you know, both coaching down the street from each other here and here in Waterloo um, and uh, coach Cannon as well. Anthony Cannon was on that. who runs uh, 
who played in the NFL, played in the CFL. That, that D-line one was, was amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, anything um, – man, this, that's a tough question because I, <laughs> I, I can nail it down. Is there – you know I, what I actually want to ask you is, is there anybody that from the quarterback perspective that you found super enlightening? Because I, I oh. think a lot of people – will be interested in the in the quarterback aspect of the game and learning it and progressions and reading and because even if you're just a fan you might want to check that out and say okay i want to educate myself when i'm watching a cfl game or a u sports game or a high school game on what they're actually trying to accomplish because if you don't play quarterback it's tough to understand what quarterbacks are actually doing on a play-by-play basis and i know that you've had people on who really understand the discipline yeah uh, that's a, that's a good question we did our all access for that one we had cole meyer uh who's the quarterbacks coach at uh, ubc really really good young coach he's done a separate video with us as well uh will finch uh who people around the oua needs no introduction he's, he's trained most of the top end quarterbacks in ontario um, and i got to work with him at laurier for a year actually as well and then mike o'connor was on that one who's obviously still playing and you know one of the best canadian quarterbacks in the world currently um so they were great. Uh, Ron Williams, who runs, if you're going to follow one social media account, um, and uh, I, I, this is how I stumbled on Ron's account, Sport Core Performance, and Ron has his own as well called QB, uh, QB Motion is his quarterback one. Um, he's training like all the top American quarterbacks right now. He's a kinesiologist from, from British Columbia. And uh, he's incredible, like from a mechanics standpoint, I mean, I took kinesiology and he like talked me under the table. Like I was like, <laughs> oh. um, Hey man, I wanted to get into Canon. I can only imagine. <laughs> he's, he was great, great teacher because he took it and he's like, okay, this is what you really need to know about quarterback mechanics. And again, like I didn't play quarterback. Right. So I have no, you know, going into that interview, I was, you know, and I talked to some, I've helped out with some quarterbacks before, but you know, that was super enlightening and great on the quarterback perspective, just taking like the motions, like people are always like, Oh, you know, like this quarterback doesn't have that much arm strength or this quarterback's throwing motions, not good. But a lot of people talk about it, but he is literally the master, like globally, I would say right now, he's one of the best quarterback coaches in the world. And, you know, he's a Simon Fraser grad from, from, uh, from uh, British Columbia. So nice. this is great. Um, in terms of other great coaches, uh, we did an awesome, um robbie smith uh, who's a player currently with the argos did an incredible one on d-line recently um craig rowe as well who's also a d-line with the argos he runs an incredible uh twitter um twitter page as well if, if you're a d-line coach uh, at craig rowe is, is about as good as it gets um you know we've done i i think the condell stuff in terms of purely cfl um you know he, he broke down a lot of the way that that he teaches quarterbacks to handle pressure uh, and and go through progressions um, and I just stole it. Like I'm using that now, like I'm yeah. using that terminology. I'm not going to try and make anything better than that. It's, it's one of the most impressive things I've seen. Um, so, you know, we've had, we've had so many great people come on. Um, Craig Butler, Ty Cat's, uh defensive backs coach did a great uh, episode on, on eye discipline um, as well uh, about this time last year. Um, and we, uh, we revisited the topic as well recently too. So, so lots good. Of on there and, you know, I, I think, it's it's easy now to share information right and i think that there's so many there's going to be a lot of players one thing i hope from this is there's going to be a lot of players who missed out on football in the last two years and there's going to be some people that are transitioning from playing to coaching right or they're or they're done playing at least right and this was almost me i was a last minute ad you know to to laurie's recruiting board my my year that i got recruited and you know it, it was almost me so i know what that feels like and i, and I just hope that you know, anyone who 
wants to get into coaching football, you know, it's an intimidating game. There's 24 people on the field at once flying all over the place. And the rules are different than the American game. So if you didn't really grow up watching the CFL, you're probably not an expert on those things either. So I think it's an intimidating game to get into as a coach. Um, and, and hopefully whether it's us or the other, the other great, you know, groups that are doing some of this stuff and it has cropped up in the pandemic. There's three or four really good YouTube channels. Um, like I said, uh, three phases, I was actually doing it first, I think before any of us and then uh, virtual football clinic and, and all 24 as well. Um, you know, I, I just hope that more people get into coaching it because it's such a rewarding pro profession to be in or hobby to have if, if you're doing it at, you know, a more local level and, um, you know, it makes a difference, right? And the better the coaches are, the better the game's going to be, the better the game is, the more it's going to grow, the more people will play um, and, and the more people that will benefit from the things that ultimately, you know, we've benefited from. I'm going to get off this call and have like five amazing interviews pop right into my head. Read those at you guys for when you said yeah, please do. Please do again. The answer that I had in there, and please directly credit these five speakers. So. Yeah, I, honestly, I wouldn't feel bad about any of the names that you've hit or missed in this uh, because there's there's too many to name, which is why I knew it was an unfair question. But honestly, Jackson, you did a great job answering it because there's enough in in that answer that you feel like is missing so many people to drag people towards your channel because there's there is so much there for people. So. Uh, I give you great credit for what you've done, man. I think it's it was a, a niche that probably wasn't very much appreciated at the beginning of the pandemic. And then we all started to realize, okay, we're all sitting around. What are we going to do? And there's a lot of people out there, I'm sure, that were like, well, I should you know, do this or do that. And I've had ideas about things that I could do as well. But to actually execute it and to actually bring it to life and actually develop it and, and it, to put the work in, I think, is the most impressive thing because that is tough, man. So congratulations on everything that you've done so far. Uh, I can't wait for people to get a hold of this. I hope it excites people who love Canadian football to go and check it out and get an opportunity to understand the stuff that you are putting out because uh, there's not a whole lot like it, despite the fact that there's other channels that are doing it. It's the idea of being able to, you know, the high tide rises all boats kind of, I love that we're getting to that point in Canadian football where there's a little bit more media. There's a little bit more niche media. There's a little bit more development. There's a little bit more coaching discourse on Twitter. And that feels more American to me. And that's a good thing because the American culture around, around football, we all want, I think, to raise that point. So thank you for doing your part. And uh, thank you for hopping on here with me because it's been a lot of fun to understand exactly what you guys are trying to create. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. And, you know, kind of just echo the statement that you had there. It's, it's a great game and there's great people at the helm. And, yeah. and I think that, the more people that choose to turn over the rock of, Hey, like what is going on, you know, in Canadian football, should I be a CFL fan? Should I, you know, should my, should my son or daughter play football? Um, you know, it's, it's a great game and, and it teaches a lot of the same things I try and teach in my grade four or five classroom, you know, in a, in a medium that reaches a lot more people a lot easier than, than, you know, math class does. And that, and that's what it did for me. And um, you know, I think all the really good coaches know how much we owe back to the game um, and, uh, you know, we're just going to keep trying to do that, but we're on Tuesday nights. We do a live, uh, a live stream on YouTube. Um, if you want to come check us out, usually we do it at eight o'clock now, because we've had a lot of viewers from the West coast, we might have to, I might have to get creative with our timing because um, we're too <laughs> early for some and too late for others. So, um, we're looking at moving the time around, but it's all posted afterwards anyway. So, you know, if, uh, if, if eight o'clock Eastern happens to be after your bedtime or while you're eating dinner, based on where you are in the country, um, you know, it all comes up on our channel afterwards. So 
really appreciate, you know, you giving me a chance to, to talk about what we do. And, you know, it's, it's, it'll be exciting to break down some new CFL film, you know, from every angle, the media angle, the, the coaching angle, the, the fan angle, you know, soon. Uh, the people that live on the West Coast, listen, you're in Canada. You live by East Coast time. Okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you guys need to get off work a little bit early. Okay. If you want to hit the three down development live streams on Tuesday night, get, eh, ask the boss for a little bit of time off at 4 p.m. Maybe because as we've learned from the start time of all sports uh, throughout <laughs> the history of sports, Eastern time is supposed to run this thing. Although it's probably not fair. And I would also say the greatest experience I've ever had. And I don't know if you've gone through this Jackson, but when I visit Alberta, Watching sports, having the sports done, and then watching the sun go down is the greatest experience in the history of sports viewing because you can actually watch sports and have a life, uh, which is something that I think a lot of us in Eastern time don't really understand. It's an, it's an incredible, you know, my parents are actually in Banff right now, and every nice. time they come back home, I'm shocked. So, you know, I'm you know, here's hoping that, that they choose to come back to Ontario again this time because I think, uh, you know, the West Coast is stealing something from the world that we don't, that we're not, but, you know, absolutely. But yeah, check us out on Tuesday night and thanks yes. so much for having me. Awesome to have Jackson here on the Canadian Football Perspective Podcast. If you enjoyed any or all of what he said, make sure you check him out on 3Down Development. It is a great resource, again, for coaches to be able to pick some new things up, maybe add to your toolbox, and also... Maybe if you're a fan, just to understand the game. Just watch a little bit of it, and then the next time you're watching a CFL game, you will understand what's happening on the field better, whether you're sitting at home watching on television or if you're in the stands, it can only help your understanding of the game and your appreciation of the game as well, which is why I applaud what he has done here so much on 3Down Development. Check them out on social media as well. Search them out. They are doing really high-level stuff, and it is required for the development of Canadian football. There are other people who are doing it, but I love the fact that we have a steady mainstream content source right now for Canadian football development and the understanding of what's happening on the Canadian football field. It's well overdue, as many of you know, and I appreciate that he has brought this to life. Don't forget, use that promo code CFP15 to get 15% off all of your return to play whistle needs from Fox 40. Of course, fox40shop.com is where you can go for that. And Sada City Beer, use the promo code CFL as we head towards the CFL season at checkout to receive free shipping on your first order over $100 available to Ontario residents only must be legal drinking age. Thanks so much for being here with us. Great edition of All Canadian coming up for you tomorrow when of course myself and Derek Taylor return with the breakdown on Wednesday, All Canadian on Thursday, Marshmallow on Friday. It's time for another week of lead up here to the CFL season on Canadian Football Perspective.